Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Who was hiding and what were they hiding from? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Mary. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. Nice. Um, okay, so I have a story. Um, back when I was in high school, I was probably 17. Um, I need to preface this with my mom was a single mama. I was a single kid um, growing up. She was pretty protective, awesome mom. Anyhow, so I, like I said, I was about 17. We lived in very rural Washington, and the boyfriend at the time had snuck up and knocked on my window. I opened the window and I was talking to him through the window. We were making plans to, you know, go out, whatever, meet in the forest. Anyhow, we were a little too loud, woke up my mama, and she comes to my door with her shotgun, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I think somebody's breaking in. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, because I'm not going to tell her it was my boyfriend knocking on my window. And so we go out through the living room to the front porch, and we have a lower pasture that has, like, a well house down there. On the backside, there's a hill. Pretty, pretty safe area to shoot, but anyhow... She was like, oh, I think they're down there. The the grass was rustling down there and everything. So she pops off a couple shots off the shotgun towards the well house. And I'm like, oh, my God. I hope she didn't just shoot my boyfriend. Um, did I you, didn't see him. We didn't see him. Did you keep it together? As your mom's popping off shots, and you're like, oh, my God. She, did, you, yes. did you keep your panic inside, or could she tell that maybe you had an interest in who she might be shooting at? Well, I think I kept it inside because I don't think she ever knew until later in life. But... Um, there was, you know, the grass was pretty short. I was pretty sure he wasn't hiding down there, but, you know, I wasn't absolutely positive. So, you know, that whole night, I was so anxious until I could talk to him the next morning. Back then, we didn't have cell phones. It wasn't that late, but did you? We were, didn't. I feel like I would have broke character at that point and been like, don't shoot, it's my boyfriend. Right, I mean, just like, hey, man, I, I know you're going to be upset that, that my boyfriend showed up, but you can't mm-hmm. kill him. Uh, did you have a hard time right? sleeping that night? I did have a hard time sleeping that night. But like I said, I, I really didn't think that he was down there. Like, I don't know. I think she shot it more as a scare tactic for if somebody was breaking in. Like, it hey, works. I have a gun. What, uh, what, 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 is your, what was your mom's name? What is her name? Oh, I can't tell you her name. Her first name. <laughs> I mean, is it like, a, is it like you know, like, is it like a, a Belinda yeah. or like, you, know, you, you should have known not to mess with this girl's mom kind of thing name? Yes. It was definitely one of those. Like a Tammy Joe or something. Right. Oh, but you <laughs> add Joe to the end of it. It's like, Your mom's name is it. Mary. I feel like I have a chance. You're fine. <laughs> Beth, I mean. She'll you judge you, but she right. won't kill exactly. you. Exactly. Laura, so, did, you, right. shot. Did, you, did you find out where your boyfriend was hiding? Okay, so the next morning, like first thing when I could use the landline and not be suspicious, I called him and I'm like, oh my gosh, did you hear what happened last night? You know, where were you? And he's like, actually, I was hiding under the truck in the driveway. I saw the whole thing. I'm not sure I'm going to sneak up and visit you anymore. Yeah, I think that's a good call. But why, you, don't, why don't you come over to my place? <laughs> why don't you meet me at the tree? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he was under the under the truck, safe and sound, you know. So it was kind of crazy. Good times. Yeah, kind of crazy. Just a weep. Well, someone breaks out a gun, man. I mean, that's a good time. Night. My, my buddy Leon, he worked at McDonald's. He hated working there. But... He had the breakfast shift, so he gets there, I don't know, 4.35 in the morning, whatever it is, but before they open, and he gets home from work one day. He always came home kind of angry. He opened the door like Kramer on Seinfeld. I mean, it just swung open. His face just looked angry, so you had to ask him if he was angry or not, because sometimes you'd be like, I'm in a great mood, you know, but he looked like a Klingon, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> but this day, he comes home, he's just shaking his head, lights up a cigarette, and he's just pissed, man, like... 
the hell happened today? He goes, man, I already hate working there. But he's like, it's just me. I'm just trying to open, okay? We're not open yet. I'm just getting stuff ready. And he's like, the door to the McDonald's flies open. This brother that I do not know jumps over the counter. He thinks the guy's going to rob him, right? Jumps over the counter, hides under the registers, looks up at me, and like puts his finger in front of his lips like, shh. He goes, man, about five seconds later, four more brothers come storming in. They got their guns out, all right? And they're like, you seen this in bomb, blah, 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 blah. And so he looks down at the guy who's hiding, who looks very, very scared, as well he should be. Leon's like, he's right there, fellas. He was, I was like, <laughs> I said, you timed him out? He goes, man, I'm not taking a bullet for anybody. And he goes, look, man, these cats, I kind of recognize one of them. Like, you don't mess with these dudes. But he goes, if they found out later that I was lying, He's like, that come back for me. So he's like straight up like, there he is. And he's like, so they snatched his ass up, put him in a car and drove off. He's like, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. I did not see You know anybody. what happened. You can guess, but he's just like, I don't play that. He's like, it ruined my day. Who was hiding? What were they hiding from? <laughs> 206-803-ROCK. I mean, that would ruin a day to start it. He's like, I haven't even opened yet. And already crap, it's going down. I'm telling you, man, fast food on the East Coast is a unique experience. And that's the McDonald's I'm thinking of, right? It is exactly the McDonald's you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah. And that's, that's the, why that happened there. That's the famous one. We got a Big Mac. Didn't have a middle bun. You bring oh. it up. Oh. Is that near the uh, University of Maryland Medical Center? <laughs> that near Lexington Market? That is not that one. That uh, one. He worked there a little okay. bit. This one was closer to where Ted was. And this place, look, there's no McDonald's in Baltimore City that you want to walk into <laughs> because it's, it, I can't even explain it. But that one near you, Ted, was notorious. Among, that's like, look, going to prison is bad. But if you said I'm going to Leavenworth Prison, it's a lot different than other cats, right? Yeah, like like nobody I knew. Everybody was scared. I had one buddy, and we would go over there, and then like we maybe went there five times, and we were like, "All right, we got to stop." Coming was it over daylight? There. It was. They don't go there but, at night, but, brother. Right, I was gonna say, but like one time we went over there, and there was like a little, some store, like you know, like a little not what, what do you call them, the the shopping pl- not a real mall right, strip I mean, mall plaza kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And we got out of the car for something. <laughs> some dude was just like. What the F are you two doing here? And we're like, we're going there. And he's like, don't go in there. <laughs> and I think that was like, well, we're done with this McDonald's. Yeah. They what gave- did he tell you? Like, <laughs> no, 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 man. What are you stupid? <laughs> they gave you a Big Mac without a middle button? Correct. They were not about to fix it. And it was just that's not the place you, you go do not return um, food. My order isn't what I wanted. <laughs> Get the f out of here, bitch! <laughs> Enjoy what we gave you, whether you wanted or not, man. Yeah. Say something else, bitch. Seriously, I mean that's honest to God. When we first got to Seattle, all right, and it's, Se- it's just that neighborhood. That's nothing to do with the, where right. we were. But Seattle, right? So when we first moved here, went into uh, McDonald's specifically to grab breakfast. And when you see the TV commercial. Commercials. It's always, good morning, welcome to McDonald's, can I help you? And we just thought that was TV stuff, because in Baltimore, we're like, what do you want, bitch? Seriously, I mean, like, that's how you order. Mm-hmm. So I remember walking to this McDonald's here, and this lady turned around and said, good morning, welcome to McDonald's, what can I get you? And I almost fell over, like, are you filming a commercial or just really, I've never guy, had this experience, look, look, man. Guy I have been threatened, all I did was order something they didn't feel like making. Man, that means I gotta turn on the deep fryer, I'll bitch slap, but Mike, like, I, Jesus, what's on your menu, bro? Guy I worked with, uh, he used to stop by, most most of the time if you're heading to work in the morning, Dunkin' Donuts is open 24 hours yeah. a day, they have a drive-thru, you can get a coffee anytime in the morning. So between there, Royal Farms, and 7-Eleven, you can always find a coffee Guaranteed. somewhere. But he went and got uh, whatever he got with his order. They messed up a sandwich. This McDonald's? This is a Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. And this is the Dunkin' Donuts by his house, which is between where we worked and where he lived. So this was his regular Dunkin' Donuts place. And they either, I can't remember if he, it, whatever they did, they messed a sandwich up. I don't remember if he got a croissant, they put it on a bagel, or it was ham and he wanted right. whatever the deal was, sausage. He just circles around and goes back through the drive-thru, but he does not stop at the speaker. Okay. He just <laughs> continues to pull up. Like he just does a circle around and he says, hey, hey man. My sandwich is messed up, and, and the guy, the guy who served him, he's like, "You are never allowed to come here again." And he's oh. like, "Dude, it's the wrong sandwich." He's like, "You are never allowed to come here again. I never want to see your car. I will never serve you again." That's customer service, there, bro. Just because he gave him the wrong sandwich, he went around <laughs> yeah. and said, "Hey man, can I return this and get a sandwich I wanted?" He's like, "You are no longer allowed here." <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's like, "I just returned wow. the sandwich." How did we live there? Every time I go back, I'm like, what the hell, man? And I'm such a, right? Like, I stick out like a sore thumb when I go back now. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Well, there he is down in his basement dungeon studio bar, the one and only Ryan Castle. How are you, sir? Here's, 
Here's something that happens when you first start dating someone or maybe you make a new friend. At some point you're in the car and there's a song on and they and they they say the lyrics or they sing the lyrics and you go, "What the f are you talking Ooh. about?" <laughs> I normally uh I normally go like, into That is not how that song goes. I normally go into dumb? humming mode or silence mode not knowing the lyrics like yeah. But there's a problem. Right. Sometimes you think mm-hmm. you know Right, that's like, the what issue. was the well, song we're listening to yesterday? And that's exactly it. My, I can't so remember there the, are the song. obvious there are the ones we have fun with, like, uh, you know, uh, 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 Hold Me Close or Tony Danza. Right, right, right. right. From Tiny Dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are, there are some where people, like, genuinely, for years of their life, thought they knew the lyrics and then one day realized they had it wrong. And, and just not just wrong, but, like, astonishingly funnily wrong. I can't remember yeah. the song yesterday, but it's a Tool song that we've been playing for 20 years. I think it was sober, but there's some part. And Mike goes, does he say blah, blah, blah? I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea, so I just sing blah blah blah. And yeah, then you just uh, stick some it, consonants and vowels together, like Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right. I think the line was, uh, d- "Does he say Jesus wants to try and whistle?" That's what I Jesus think. Jesus wants to try. And whistle? I think the, you know what? I, we can look it up. I believe that is the edit version that we play. I, th- I think it's oh. Jesus blows his effing whistle. Oh, oh. okay. Now that makes we're sense. Like, is he talking so, about yeah. a whistling Jesus? Well, sometimes. Yeah, but I think the edit version that you hear on the radio does say giant. To be honest, I've okay. never actually looked. Now, uh, <laughs> and sometimes you hear the lyric, but you just don't know the interpretation of it. We've talked about this before. There's a couple of these songs. Heart, uh, I believe it's uh, Magic Man. She says, come on, home girl. Right. And I'm like, is it home girl or come home? <laughs> come home. Girl. Girl. Right. That right. would have been very progressive for her to throw yeah. out home girl. Come in the on, 70s. home girl. She said with a smile. But that's all I hear. Maybe now. she was at the club. I don't right. know what was going on. Come yeah. on, home girl. The other one is uh, White Wedding from Billy Idol, where he goes, take oh, me yeah. back, homie. Yeah. Is he talking to his homie? Is he saying, take me back home or take me back, homie? Because I never call There's my actually home a really homie. funny white wedding misheard lyric in our list today. <laughs> oh, perfect. So you got the home girl and the homie. And the homie. They're yeah. all going home, you see. Black magic woman from Santana. <laughs> or is it a black woman black. who's magic? <laughs> yeah. It's not about a guy named Juan Black. Is it? I was very confused. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that gets me. Blue on black. Damn, man. See, ah, yes. See, I am Juan Black. <laughs> Thank you for the mouth hug. <laughs> You'll never hear the song the same. Nope. Uh, so, uh, what is this? Yeah, so Jimmy Fallon, did. Uh, he does his hashtag thing, and a couple of weeks ago I stumbled across this, and I thought it was great. I was like, you know what? Let's put that in our back pocket for a sit and spin. These are Jimmy Fallon's viewers and people on Twitter with their own embarrassingly bad misheard lyrics. Ten songs with misheard lyrics on Sit and Spin. Ten, number ten. Had sweet love, but I lost it. She got too close so far, and now I'm lost in the world trying to find me. <laughs> what? <her. laughs> what? She got too close. Hey, hold on, hold on. Give me that again. Give me that again. Yeah. Give me that again. Hold so, on. I need to really hear hold this. Hold on. Let's hear this again. Okay. Had sweet love, but I lost it. She got too close so far to now. <laughs> okay. She got too close and so I farted. Yeah. 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 That's it. <laughs> That's a, that is a flex. <laughs> to, to be honest, I had not heard that song before. So when I read the line, I was like, oh, that's a good one. We should put it in here. I didn't realize just how good it really was. Oh, yeah. What is the lyric? <laughs> she got too close, so I farted. No, it's uh, she got so close, so I fought her. Has oh, yeah. Oh. She got too close, so far, and now I'm lost. Uh-huh. That is not too what I'm hearing. So, I, fa- so I farted. I like I like the misheard line better. <laughs> I think he, he might get farther farting. She <laughs> got <laughs> too close, so I farted. Yeah. <laughs> Ten songs with misheard lyrics on Sit and Spin. Nine, number nine. Keep in mind, these are the actual, someone actually thought these were the lyrics to this song until at some point in their life they were corrected. The song is Stairway to Heaven, of course. The real lyric is, and as we wind on down the road. Yeah. This person thought that they said, uh, and there's a wino down the road. <laughs> oh, I like that better. I like that yeah. better. Stay away from it. I do too. He hasn't and shaved. it works in the song. He hasn't shaved in two weeks. It makes weeks. as much sense as anything else in the song. Uh-huh. And they renamed the song right. Third Avenue. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm not sure what it is about wine and alcoholism, but if you are, and uh, she's if, climbing the hill to 7-Eleven. If you uh, if you enjoy wine and you're an alcoholic, yeah, you tend to not shave as much. It's like about say, that, like the right. beer or the whiskey drinker, whatever. It is. Oh, yeah. I thought we were talking about legs. Oh. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or anything else for that matter. Hope you don't mind, Ted. I, uh, it's been a. Been a cold winter. (laughs) Been drinking a lot of fortified wine trying to stay warm. Ten songs with misheard lyrics. Eight, number eight. 
sounds like Minnie Mouse. See that that voice? It's so high and like Tinkerbell singing this. All right. While this this person's misheard lyric may have made more sense in reality, it certainly didn't make sense in the song. Uh, the the line, of course, is touched for the very first time, like a virgin. Uh, this person thought Madonna was saying, "Like a virgin, touched for the thirty first time." Oh, oh damn. That's, that's accurate though. <laughs> The I mean, thirty-first time, but it makes sense. Yeah, you know, girl's like, I'm only on twenty-seven. I got work. <laughs> Speaking of trying to stay warm in the winter, yeah. <laughs> Ten songs with Miss Heard Larry. Seven, number seven. So everyone knows the line, right? Sure. Ain't talking about love. Uh, this person thought the actual lyrics to the Van Halen song Ain't Talking About Love was Eat Turkey, Love. I thought you were going to do Panama. <laughs> where you... Eat Turkey, My Love. Eat Turkey, My Love. Yeah. But there's Enjoy another good one. But we know it's wrong. Reach down between my legs, squeeze the seed bag. bag. Yeah. <laughs> Eat Turkey, My Love from Van Halen. Ted Songs with Miss Heard Lyrics. Six. Number six. No ducks orgasm in the classroom. No ducks orgasm in the classroom? <laughs> Just outside. No dark sarcasm, correct? Right, that is the correct one. This person thought, which would have been pretty amazing because I don't think this TV show existed at the time the wall came out. No Dukes of Hazard in the classroom. Huh. No ducks I'm here, duck orgasm. <laughs> no duck orgasm. Take it outside. <laughs> Go back to the, the pond. Boss. Ten songs with misheard lyrics on Sit and Spit. Five, number five. I like your bum bum. I like your bum bum, man. That's not far off from what he actually says. So, to be fair, no one actually knows the words to this song except for Snow, and I'm not sure they're actual words anyway. I think he says Licky Bum Bum Man. Castle, you know yeah, the sub so, dude that does this at karaoke. And He's then he like, got a I know the lyrics. Uh, so it's Informer, you know say daddy me snow, me I go blame, a Licky Bum Bum Dem is the actual lyric. Oh, those are the act. So I a heard it right. According, according to the internet. All right. Well, then I heard it correctly. I've never felt whiter in my life, by the way. And what's funny is the guy's name is Snow. Yeah. Um, so the misheard lyrics, somebody actually pieced this together out of that. Informer, I know you ate the last piece of Swiss cheese. I lick a boom, boom cow. <laughs> Jesus. That's a stretch. I mean, sure. Ted songs with sure, misheard lyrics. Sure. Four, number four. Wasting away again. Yeah, so the line is wasting away again in Margaritaville, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The misheard lyric here from Jimmy Buffett, wasting away again in my gorilla suit. <laughs> wasting away again in Margaritaville. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, look, in his Margaritaville, there's probably a dude in a gorilla suit. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely possible. Right, I, like, I wouldn't be shocked. Ten songs with misheard lyrics. Take me back, homie. It's a nice day for a white wedding. It's a nice day to start again. Man, I don't know where they got this one, but it's good. It's a nice day for a light sweater. It's a nice day for a cardigan. Ten songs with Miss Hurt Lyrics. Two, number two. I'm not sure what he said. So 
There was some speculation that the members of Def Leppard may have been time travelers because they had the line in the song in 1987, living like a lover with a red iPhone. We knew that if that were true, that accident would have never happened. Admittedly, when I started getting into this, I got into this music a lot later on, and I thought that's what he said, other than the fact that I knew that the iPhone was not around when this song came out. So I was like, I'm hearing this wrong. They knew. Do you think their what's, drummer what's, was like, you guys can time travel? Why didn't you help me out? Ryan, what is the actual lyric? It's living like a lover with a radar phone. Whatever a that radar is. Phone. What the hell's a radar phone? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Def Leppard. Ted Songs with this heard lyrics a minute to number one. One, number one. Baby, you're just like my mother. She's never satisfied. Why do we scream at each other? This is <laughs> Maybe I'm just like my mother. She's never satisfied is the line. Jimmy Fallon actually kicked it off with this one. Maybe I'm just like my mother. She never sits inside. Maybe you're just like my mother. Always on the porch. She's never sad inside. She's never sad inside. I always thought it was sad inside. <laughs> really? Oh, she's never sad inside. Yeah. Instead of so sad, we all learned something today. Here we go. Thank you, Ryan. We appreciate it. Ten songs with misheard lyrics on Sit and Spin. Shout the day's coming up. You are listening to the men's room. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Who is hiding and what were they hiding from? 206-803-ROCK. <laughs> Hello, Melissa. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. Um, so, yeah, about, I think it was about five years ago, I was recently divorced and I was living by myself in Edmonds with my kids. Uh, they were four and nine at the time. And my nine-year-old was out with, I think she was with my, with her grandparents that weekend. Um, so anyways, I went to bed at regular time in my room, and my son went to bed in his room. And I don't know if any of you guys ever heard this happen with your kids where they like to do this creepy thing where they come and stand next to you in the middle of the night and they don't talk. Uh, my daughter did that to me once. It scared the bejesus out of me, and I told her, please do not do that again. Is that a sleepwalking thing, maybe? They're kind of waiting no, for you to wake just, up. Yeah, It's just a terrifying thing that all three of my kids have done where if they want something and it's like they think they're being kind by waiting for me to wake up, but I can always just, like, feel their presence. Yeah, you yeah. can. You wake up out of a dead parent. sleep, like, there is someone near me. Yeah. Yeah, so my, I woke up, um, it was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I woke up because I just felt like somebody was standing above my bed. And I, like, opened my one eye, I remember, and I looked in the hallway, and in, like, the silhouette of 
like the silhouette of my kid is in the door, but he looks big, you know, because it's dark and and I go, Liam, and he goes, yes, mommy, <laughs> and I said, what are you doing? And he's like, I had to wake you up, and I'm like, how long have you been standing there? And he said, about three minutes. About how long? <laughs> three minutes. I don't know if he had any concept of time. As you see, yeah, he might not know. <laughs> so I was like, what, what is going on? And he's like, there's a man at the door. Oh. And I look, I look at my clock, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and I look at him, and I go, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And I, and I like, offer for him to come in to my room, and he comes over to me, and I go, there's a man at the door? And he goes... Yeah, a man. He he wants to mow the lawn. And so immediately I'm thinking Stephen King lawnmower man. <laughs> and I I asked him like four or five more times, Are you serious? Are you are, are you sure there's somebody at the door? I go, Did you go to the door? And he said, Yeah, he's got a lawnmower. And so I was freaking terrified and I picked him up and I'm a crazy person, so I have this weird thing where everywhere I go, if I'm going to be there for a while, like, it's a place I'm going to stay at or whatever, I have an escape route, like, for when someone's going to murder me. So, so I already knew where I was going to have them, like. <laughs> so I pick them up on my shoulders and shove them up in the cabinet above my closet. <laughs> and I put my head out the door, my bedroom door, and I look down the hallway, and the front door is wide open. Oh, and I've never been so scared in my entire life because I didn't know if somebody had came into my house or if somebody really was just at the door. Um, but I like walked down the hallway, opened the closet, grabbed my machete. I karate kicked the door shut. <laughs> and I'm like terrified. And then I walk up and I look through the peephole and there's three policemen outside. And a German Shepherd. And, like, two police cars in my driveway. <laughs> and I opened the door, and my heart was, like, just racing. And I put the machete behind me. And I was like, hello? And they're like, yeah, are you okay? And I'm like, um, no. <laughs> my son just basically told me there was a man at my front door who has a lawnmower for me. And I thought I was about to get murdered. And they're like, oh, sorry, that's our fault. Um, we uh, we knocked on the door. Or they're like, he let us in, actually. Um, we were outside looking around. <laughs> so apparently, and I found this out after I talked to my son. These cops thought it was hilarious for some reason. They told me that the reason they were at my house was because there was some guy pushing a lawnmower on the sidewalk outside of my house. Wanted to see if he stole it from me. And oh, so your so your kid was telling the truth. But how he how they did that was walking up to my four year old bedroom and shining a flashlight in his bedroom, waking him up, and then he went to the door because they like they did like you know come here kid <gasps> through the window. Jesus <laughs> man. I was like I could have been shot. I just answered the door with a machete. I like the fact that you got a machete on hand. Well, it wasn't on hand, it was in the closet. Right, but still. Yeah, keep a machete in the house. bad habits. Hey, Melissa, if it makes you feel any better, as you've told this story, a text came in that just says, F, tell her to write scary novels. Yeah. Because that's a pretty tense freaking story. Move to story. Edmonds, it's family friendly. See, I just can't imagine, you know, your kid says that, you look at your front door and it's wide open. I'd be I'm terrified. Real yeah. uncomfortable. Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of The Men's Room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Glad to see everybody here today. Double explosion. Brunch. It's a big one. Like I said, Coach uh, Coach was talking about it. Regular Ted, Head Chef Ted, everybody's talking about it. That's that's my thing. Football, NFL season ends. Sundays are back open. Brunch season. Damn right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say those 
Mother's Day is probably the height of brunch season. For sure. And then I feel like whatever reason, spring. You know what I mean? Like you could go in the fall. Yeah. People go to brunch all year round. Sure. But I feel like in the spring, brunch is really popular. And you're right. And Mother's Monday. Day has to be the biggest day for brunch. Also, right? attire. Women wear dresses to brunch. You know, it's more kind of a light and you know warmer yeah. time, it seems like. Yeah, Sunday brunch used to be kind of a fancy thing. Sit think, outside, maybe. I think over the years, Thrill, you you would know. You worked in a lot of restaurants. I feel mm-hmm. like over the like. Brunch was like a specific thing you did once in a while. Now I feel like people just like to go out and brunch. Yeah. I mean, if, if you offer it, people will do it. Right? Correct. That's the thing. When I was working in restaurants, you always made it a big deal. This very special thing. And I get it because it was a Sunday afternoon thing yeah. that we would do generally. But other restaurants start figuring out, like, look, Monday through Friday is a little tough, but offer brunch on Saturday as well. And the people come flowing in, man. It's it's a great moneymaker. Yeah. But it's also, if you work in a restaurant, you'll agree with this. It is a pain in the ass to deal with. Doing brunch sucks as an employee. It is great as a customer. There is a there's a place I will go to sometimes after uh, pub league on Sundays, and it's funny. Like by the time I show up, people that have been there for brunch are kind of rolling out. Yeah, and yeah, the bartender she likes us. Sure, sure. But we're we're very conscious of uh, like it's Sunday. <laughs> you're, you're not you're you don't you're not pumped. You're and it's daytime. Yeah, it do, dude. It sucks. It really and some does. people that like brunch a lot, and and they don't mean to do, but like. This place is more of a bar. Yeah. But like, you know. I think I know what you're talking about. You gotta yeah. be like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, it's not going to be the same as going to a brunch spot. Right. <laughs> Dial back the expectation. Correct. Maybe, maybe just order a beer. All right. So this one is going to annoy you if you like brunching. These are six worst things to order at brunch. Now, most of them are things that all of us would order. Number one, this one's pretty simple. It just says anything you could easily make at home. If you just want scrambled eggs and toast, go for it. But you're paying paying a premium for something you can make yourself for 50 cents, and their version probably isn't much better than yours. And brunch is a little bit more priced higher than the breakfast. Always, always. So eggs are going to be more expensive. But like you were saying earlier, Miles, and I agree 100%, like if I go out for breakfast, I'll get scrambled eggs, toast, and bacon. Right. But I feel like if I'm going to a brunch, like that's when you got to step it up. Game on, because I'm at brunch. Uh, Number two on the list is corned beef hash. Uh, first of all, they say a lot of people don't realize they prefer the cheap can variety. Uh, so they're underwhelmed when it's made from scratch. But also restaurants tend to toss in all kinds of leftovers in there. So you might be eating yesterday's scraps, especially omelets are another yeah. way they can use up old ingredients that are going mm-hmm. bad. I will say this. Uh, Sean O'Donnell's in Fremont. I know they have a, a couple locations, one up in Everett, and they've got one. They got one right down here. One down here. They do. They their corned beef hash on their uh, brunch or just regular menu is, it's real corned beef. That's a different Okay, so mm-hmm. that's the issue mm-hmm. I was about to say. You, you need to know also how their corned beef is. Because a Correct. lot of people order corned beef hash. In some places, frankly, they, they don't know how to roast or smoke a corned beef. Correct. Mm-hmm. So it tastes like right. garbage and you're just gnawing on fatty, gristly pieces. Right. But you're right. Yep. Sean O'Donnell's, they have a great Reuben. So I, I haven't had their uh, corned beef hash, but I'm sure it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one hurts because this is one of my go-tos. Eggs Benedict. These are six worst things to order at brunch. According to the late Anthony Bourdain, it's ordered a risky. Ri- it's risky to order because bacteria loves hollandaise sauce. <laughs> Chefs make big. So do I. <laughs> right. I guess I'm a bacteria. Uh, chefs make a big batch of it ahead of time, obviously, so it's easier. So it's probably been sitting out for a while. All right. So but yeah. basically, that's just trying to keep you from getting sick. Yeah, that one. Because it's, sure. well, it's been there since breakfast. Because right. Eggs Benedict, if, if they open at 7 o'clock in the morning, people get Eggs Benedict all the time. So he's saying, like, if, look, if you get this at 11, 12, by that point in time, maybe it's, maybe it's done. It's running its well, course. Well, and it's tough to make at home. Is it tough to make a hollandaise sauce? I think you could buy a little packet that's, like, a little right. easier. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what. I went one place, man, and it wasn't Canadian bacon. It was just, like, like Black Forest, like, deli ham. Okay. How but good it was, was like, that? So, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I kind of like what you guys are doing here. Uh, next on the list, speaking of eggs, Benedict, Canadian bacon comes pre-cooked. Uh, so all you're doing is all they're doing is heating it up. It's not ordered as much as regular bake, bacon. So if you're brunching on a Sunday, there's a chance it's been sitting in the fridge since last Sunday. I don't dislike Canadian bacon, but as I just perceive it being ham, you know, and I know it's a little different, whatever. But it just it doesn't do anything for me. If you like say, hey, Canadian bacon's in this, I kind of don't want it now. You know what I mean? I, I would mean, substitute eggs- anything else pretty much for Canadian bacon. I'm trying to think outside of like, uh, like a, a Hawaiian pizza and like, right. I mean, like Canadian bacon so just much. doesn't show up that egg much. McMuffin. As I say, shout out to McDonald's though. 
There's no hollandaise sauce, but they were like, wait a minute. We'll add the other half of this muffin and just put it together in a sandwich with some cheese. Well, they'd probably get it on the cheap. Because like you said, no one's dying for Canadian bacon. So Not even Canadians. They'd yeah. rather just have regular bacon. Yeah, that is a good point. What else? What else call, I mean, once in a while, I think you'll see a sandwich, like a chicken sandwich that might have Canadian bacon. But yeah, I'm yeah, kind of yeah, racking yeah. my brain. Like, you're right. There's not a lot of options. Well, it might be Canadian, Canadian bacon, bacon, but they call it something else. Like, if you do cordon bleu, it technically right. is Canadian bacon, but they say ham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, steak and eggs. Only if you order it at a nice place where you know the steak is good. Otherwise, you're generally getting a tough, low-quality cut of meat. For if they sure. don't do dinner and they don't have a steak on the menu, that is a tell. Yeah, you don't probably they want don't it for breakfast. They don't make steak. You guys think chicken fried steak belongs at breakfast or dinner? Ooh. Either I, or. Yeah. I would say either or. I mean, it's going to put you to sleep, so depending on what time you want to go to bed, I guess. That one always is just crazy to me that it shows up in both angles. It does. It absolutely does. Yeah, because I mean, I, I think that the only but, time I've really had it is for breakfast. But very few people make it at home. So it's almost like that's, that's one, of those, point. one of those foods you always have out. Yep, yep. And then the last one, again, this is a gut punch for six worst things to order. Brunch, bottomless mimosas, and Bloody Marys. Why? They say, I look. That's why you were there. If you're just trying to tie one on, go for it. Be ready for the hangover, though. Uh, when drinks are bottomless, they're usually made with the cheapest liquor, sure. champagne, and juice they can find. You know, But that's mm-hmm. okay. You know what you're getting into when they say bottomless. You know this is not your top shelf stuff, but... You don't care, right? If you're going to order the bottomless, it's because I want to drink. Yep. Correct. Because right? otherwise I, I, you I order one. You. And, and, you know, last time I went to brunch, I believe it was Mother's Day, but I had my parents there. They offered them the bottomless, and both of them said, no, no, we'll just do it one at a time. And so when the waiter walked away, I'm like, why? And just for your reason. My dad goes, look, man, when you order a cocktail, just singular, singular I can dictate what vodka or right, gin right, right, that they put right, in. Right, I'm ordering, right, right. If we do the, the, the bottomless thing, it's like you're just going to get what they give you. And they're not like me, so they're not trying to get pissed drunk. They actually sure, just want to sure. enjoy the drink. I I'm mean, like, the only huh. thing bad I would say, because there was a period where like I wouldn't go to brunch unless it was bottomless. <laughs> but as I get older and stuff, I'm just like, after a while, I'm just like, man, it's just so much champagne. First time I went to a bottomless brunch, they kicked me out because I wasn't wearing pants. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I, I don't, misunderstood I don't your sign. If you do like brunch, uh, the best one I've ever had, a, I pulled it up to uh, Toulouse Petite on Queen Anne. It's a New Orleans type place where they do a traditional oh, yeah. breakfast and some other stuff, but you get beignets. They have a full bar. That's like, pretty good. That's a, that that's a, that was one of the, I was like, man, I think I really like brunch. Yeah. And I was able to go there and get hammered with somebody else and not get in trouble. <laughs> that's one thing about brunch, you get a pass. You really do. You get the midday alcohol drinking pass. Oh, yeah. you get I mean, the main thing with brunch, you just got to plan out that afternoon. Now listen, if you're going bottomless, you got to either schedule in a nap or just Monday's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But and oftentimes, it could turn into evening beers. Before you know it, you're asleep at 6.30 p.m. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. 
That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Big Dummy, 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Lonnie. Welcome to the men's room. Hello. Lonnie, are you sober or not sober? We're on Team Sober. You're on Team Sober. Sounds like it. Yeah. All right, Lonnie, men's room poll. One moves in. Will you take the parrot, the clown, the worst roommate you've ever had, or two mean cats? I'm going to take the clown. Taking the clown. Lonnie and the clown. Sounds that like sounds a TV, like a TV show. show. Yeah, it really does. does. I'll take the clown. Oh, Lonnie. Did you bring the clown again? <laughs> you got to stop bringing the clown. Come on. He goes everywhere with me. I'm Lonnie. Lonnie and the clown. If I were a clown and I'm like permanently have to wear clown makeup and whole outfit, I'm driving for Uber. Just like, hey, are you uh, Mike? Like, oh my God. Yeah, I'm your driver, buddy. Hop on in. <laughs> you going to the embassy suites? <laughs> what room you staying in? <laughs> All right. Here is your question. Mano a mano translates to what? One on one. Man on man. That's what I always thought it was. But it's hand to hand. Oh. It's mano a mano. Oh. All right, the Pope, you may have heard him. Fancy clothes, nice little hat. The Pope is guarded by soldiers from what country? Um, can you repeat the question? I sure can. The Pope is guarded by soldiers from what country? Pope is guarded. I don't know much about this country, but the flag's a big plus. <laughs> uh, I'm going to blank. I'm going to go with England. Is it Sweden or Switzerland? Switzerland. Switzerland. Swiss Guard. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they'll have Swiss Army knives. I'm sure they do. Could you open this can, sir? <laughs> I sure can. <laughs> can you cut this string off my sweater? Absolutely. I can do that, too. Yeah. I have a piece of chicken in my teeth. I have a toothpick. Uh, oh, you do. Thank you. Do you have a corkscrew? <laughs> I have a nail file. That's, Always comes in handy. That's the least used one, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the, it's, it's the little the little saw blade in there. Or the little poker thing. It's like the hard oh, yeah, on the, the back side. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Lonnie, your question. Amelia Earhart was the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic. But who was the first woman to fly across the Atlantic as a passenger? You've heard of this woman. I guarantee you. Uh, I do believe it was one of the first ladies, but uh, um, I can't think of the name. Um, you have heard of this woman. Uh, in what in what world do they live in? As far as uh, entertainment, royalty, uh, government, I don't, adventurer, I guess adventurer. something All like right. that. Okay. Give me a guess. Oh man, Mike has figured it out. I have no idea. I'm just going to say Dorothy Hamill. <laughs> Okay, so Amelia Earhart was, in fact, the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic. The first woman to fly across the Atlantic as a passenger. So I guarantee you've heard of her. It was Amelia Earhart. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. She was like, hey, I should try this for myself. Yeah, Lonnie, are you, Lonnie, are, Lonnie, are you stoned? A uh, little bit. Okay. Because you said sober when you called up, and I kind of got the idea that maybe you weren't. Question number five, Lonnie. <laughs> Question number five. What is the largest muscle in the human body? Muscle. Tongue? Your what? The tongue. No, not tongue the tongue. Quad? The gluteus maximus? That is correct. Uh, All right. Your ass. Your big, Your big butt. Question six. Question number six. Within the English language, what author has the most published books? Is it Stephen King, Dr. Seuss, 
Agatha Christie or L. Ron Hubbard? Stephen King. That would have been my guess. L. Ron Hubbard? L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that guy that made Scientology? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll give you another multiple choice question here. Go into space, summit Mount Everest, swim across the English Channel, or win a Nobel Prize. A lady by the name of Gertrude Ederl. Ederl. Anyway, uh, she was the first woman to do what? Go into space, summit Mount Everest, swim across the English Channel, or win a Nobel Prize. What was her name? Gertrude Ederl. 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 Nobel Peace Prize? What was that? Nobel. The Nobel Peace Prize? I'll say swim the English Channel. Swim the English Channel. That's correct. Question number eight, Lonnie. Wow. Well, she was pissed when they told her what boats were. Man, oh, man. You have a tunnel now? What? I swam all this way? All right. Where in your body would you find the malleus, the incus, and the stapes? Would that be the ear, nose, throat, or liver? Uh, liver? Say the throat. The ear. Here. Lonnie, you are on fire right now, my friend. Plus your number oh, nine. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number nine for you. What was the first national park in the United States? Yosemite? <laughs> Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Question number ten. By the way, Miles, someone here says, I refuse to believe Miles' ass is the biggest muscle on his body. I don't have an ass. Oh, wow. That's why I said the quad. Damn, man. I don't have a butt. But funny. All right. The 1988 book, The Satanic Verses, was written by whom? He was recently stabbed, in fact. Mm, bad. Oh, what is his name? Um... Uh, I don't keep up on the news. Um, You're kidding me. Just guess an author. Stephen King? Rushdie. <laughs> Solomon Rushdie. All right. Question 11. I think I mouthed Rushman. I knew you were close, but I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. Your question, which Shakespeare play takes place in Verona, Italy? Ted got it. Yeah. Then again, Ted is a known thespian. He is. Mm-hmm. Trained heavily in Shakespeare. His Caesar is unmatched. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> thespian Ted. He's oh, yeah. Ted likes thespians. <laughs> <laughs> you think Mike Tyson knows what it is? A thespian. It's a lady who likes another lady. I can't think of it. Um, it's a very popular one. Very, very popular. Come on, man. Shakespeare. Name a Shakespeare. Give us any Shakespeare. Come on. Bro. <laughs> Just come name on. You can't think of anything from William Goddamn Shakespeare. I'm not saying they were good, but holy crap, man. No. <laughs> two people uh, in love. Yeah, how about two people in love? You know that one, right? Romeo and Juliet. There you oh my go. God! Lonnie. There you go. <sighs> Jesus, God, man. There is a really disappointing parent. That made me so, dumb. I mean, come on, man. Like, look, I don't like William Shakespeare. I did not enjoy reading his plays, but for God's sakes, right? Like, you you mm-hmm. could not think of a Shakespeare. We got play. that one right. He did. It took uh, him a. Because it was getting painful. Uh, about as long as the play to, to come up with that. <laughs> oh. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Art of a minute to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, as usual, we head to see Drink Task and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast an unnamed dog. I wish I knew the dog's name. This particular dog was part of the halftime entertainment a Tuesday night, uh, Tuesday night's college basketball game <laughs> between Virginia Tech 
in Louisville. Now, his main discipline is frisbee catching, and he performed all manner of tricks to wow the crowd, but it was the dog's final act that drew the biggest cheers. In fact, this is just a sample of the crowd as it kind of picked up excitement toward the end of his routine. So you're thinking to yourself, did he do like a backflip to catch the frisbee, all this kind of thing? No. But at the end of the routine, the dog walked toward his trainer near the baseline, stopped dead in his tracks, and to the delight of the crowd, took a dump right in the middle of the basketball mm-hmm. court. Now, the trainer grabbed the dog, but left the doo-doo. So this turd was out there until the cleaning services could come out. But the sad thing is, that's what got the crowd to cheer. Coincidentally, the dog pooped on the dog pooped. On the floor of, do you know the name of this place? Were they playing in Louisville or Virginia Tech? Louisville. The KFC uh, K- Yum right. Center. Say, I know That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like a cup arena. I know. <laughs> the video's great, man. You see this dog. He's done some things. He's walking right back toward the trainer. Stops dead. And then the telltale back hunch. And that's when uh, the that's crowd goes move. wild. That's his final move on yeah, his tricks. You can tell that dog had to go. Oh, yeah. Dude, he, he's walking he, normal pace and just stopped. He, like, oh. he had been in that arena before the game started. I know. Guaranteed. He's I'm being sorry. patient, being a good boy. But, like, dude, he's looking up like, I've got to go. And he did. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola. Thanks for listening to the best of the men's room podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man. A double flush production. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.